Hello, everyone, and welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. We're here. We're here, and it's June. It's fucking June. We're, it's June. It's like some. I mean, it's not really summer, but it's summer. It's summer. It's weird. I was literally just thinking about this earlier, that um, sometimes when we record in, like, December, the sun's set by the time that we finish at, like, 5 p.m., and mm-hmm. now it's, like or something and the sun's gonna be up for like another five and a half hours yeah it's like like, please stop (laughs) the day is just beginning jillian we have so much more to get through god it's like i just need the days to be short because then there's less day that's fair i get that the night is no one expects anything of me after dark that's true that's a good point and just like the vibes of nighttime are so much better so much better i agree you can just be cozy. You don't have to wear, like, business clothes. It's weird because I'm, like, fully a night person, but I really do notice a difference in, like, I hate the heat, but, like, in yeah. daylight hours, like, really oh, yeah. makes a difference in my mood. Um, but, like, I am naturally more of a night person, so I don't know. My, I'm just confused. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. General... I mean, maybe you're getting just more hours of sun on the night shift now. That's like, true. Yeah. Just, like, fully more instead of, like, us diurnal people. Yeah, just, exactly. Like expands from like eight to like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> You're going from like three to like nine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, what have you been watching lately, Jillian? So we finished Survivor Marquesas. Nice. Was a mess. That whole. Yeah, it's that's an interesting one. There's a lot to it. It's so much. Like, maybe we need to start a second podcast that's just Survivor. I would be <laughs> totally fine with that, honestly. We could have Chris in there. Yeah, Kyler and Chris could be our, like, guests every now and then because they're, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, no, it that one's, that one's, there's a lot to Marquesas. It's, there's a lot. And I fucking, I, I'm so bad at everybody's name all the time. Like, I can hardly remember it when I've watched, like, four episodes in a row. And I'm like, you know, that one. But the older guy on there who's just, like oh, I'm totally fine. And then he's all all of a sudden just like, oh, I'm super racist. Like every couple of episodes. (laughs) Yeah. You know, old guys are going to be old guys. Right. What can you do? But yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, other than Survivor, we went to the beach. So we didn't watch a lot of TV. And oh my God, it was so good to have a real vacation. I didn't even look at my phone for like most of the day. I went out and played in the water and almost drowned. (laughs) Oh, that's not so awesome. I mean, it was just... Uh, a chill drowning big waves mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you just kind of resign yourself sometimes when you're like yeah it's like if it happens it happens and they don't stop hitting and they just keep hitting <laughs> <laughs> the years stop co- start coming and they don't stop exactly. coming. exactly you know and like i'm fine obviously i didn't even die that much i just i got <laughs> so the thing is is i was trying to go snorkeling and the rip current was just too bad and so me and dad were out there and I couldn't even get my fins unburied from the sand when I was coming in because it was moving so much sand with every oh wave. Gosh. So I got stuck backwards getting hit like aerial with waves. And then I Jeez. finally got my fucking fins off and just whipped them into shore like a Frisbee and <laughs> doggy paddled out there and then just had to keep my snorkel on even though there was no visibility because I just kept getting hit in the face with bigger nice. and bigger waves. That doesn't sound <laughs> terrifying at all. I think all in it was probably about 25 minutes jesus <laughs> but it felt like hours yeah for real god that's awful i'm glad you're alive like I know. For it was real. kind of fun but i only did the ocean once the mm-hmm. whole trip so i yeah. kind of learned my lesson that's fair that's fair yeah um but in preparation for the beach we watched jaws one and two obviously. nice of course and i have to say i think i might actually go to bat for jaws two because everyone says it's a shitty movie but it's no shittier than Jaws 1. And Jaws 1 is a great movie. It's wow. just that compared to Jaws 1, it's not quite as good. But it's still a good movie. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's unfair to be like, yeah. you, you can't always be the as good as the original. But that doesn't yeah. mean it's bad. Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to be the original. So you have to do something different. Sometimes exactly. it's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I will go to bat for Jaws 2. I haven't watched Jaws 3 or 3D yet. But <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um <laughs> And then the only other thing I have to talk about lightly, as I haven't watched it yet, but there are two new uh, FLDS, the Fundament- yes. Fundamentalist Mormon um, documentaries that just came out. There's Preaching Evil, which is on Peacock, and that one is apparently quite 
um, focused on his first wife, his quote unquote favorite wife, who was like his scribe and like knew all the details of all his religious stuff and everything that she knows and her secrets. But then there's the new one that just dropped on Netflix this week that has just the name that we all will know and love. Keep Sweet. Oh, oh. Pray and Obey is oh, what it's God. subtitled. Yeah, it's fucked up. I yeah. haven't seen as much about that one, but I'm glad that we're always getting all those fucking funny Mormons on this expose circuit. Hell yeah. No, I'm, t- I'm totally for it. And I will definitely check out both of those. Yeah. That's, because, that's good. That's yeah, bad. you can never have too much of that, of that shit. And more people should be exposed to how fucked up it all is. So yeah. Anyways, that was long winded. What have you been watching? So I do actually have something other than survivor to talk about, which is a miracle. Yes. Uh, I actually decided to watch season four of The Circle, which is new. Oh, shit. And I watched it. So if you'll remember, I talked about season three a little bit. I really did Mm -hmm. not like season three. It was just like, it just did not work for me. I didn't like the people at all. I think I started season three and then just never finished it. Yeah. I think I had the same vibe. (laughs) Yeah. And apparently that's a pretty common thing I think I was reading. Um, But then season four, I liked a lot better. It was just, it felt a lot lighter to me. And it was kind of exactly what I needed. I needed just like something light that had like nothing to do with my life or like the the world as it is now. So the circle was kind of perfect for that. And I liked a lot of the contestants this round. Um, so yeah, I liked it a lot more than season three, which might, it might be an unpopular opinion because I kind of went on to the interwebs and looked at other people's opinions and, um, a lot of people didn't really like season four. I don't know. A lot of people thought it was boring, but I enjoyed it. So whatever. There's always going to be critics. (laughs) Exactly. Critics are going to be the ones on the internet. Yeah. They're the most vocal people. So, um, everyone who just thinks, oh, you know, it was fine. It was pretty good. They're not going to go out and tweet about it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I recommend it if you enjoyed like the first couple seasons of The Circle, even if you didn't yeah. like season three, because again, that seems to be a popular opinion. A lot of people thought season yeah. three was pretty weak. I recommend checking out season four because I thought it was a lot better. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we've <coughs> lost the plot, I think. It's fine. It's really, it's really fine. Yeah, it's fine. Who needs the plot? There is no plot. Life has no plot. It's just never ending. It's just seasons. Yeah. Seasons of life. (laughs) All right. So I think (laughs) we're going to go ahead and get into it. So for today, we are going to continue with where we left off with the uh, bringing up baits. We are on season eight. We're like right in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Just as a reminder, because it's been a while and I completely kind of like blocked out what had happened yeah but Josie just got married because the the first episode starts with them being like since everyone's in town for the wedding and I was so (laughs) confused I was like okay is this Josie's wedding is this Carlin's wedding because I know that's coming up but no it's Josie's wedding just so we're all clear yes yes she just wedded everyone she got wedded okay so the first episode that we are going to talk about is called a wedding to plan and fun with the fam (laughs) The fucking I had forgotten how bad the season's it's, titles yeah. were because they they were good they were like good bad for a couple seasons there but sometimes they go back into back bad bad and I think this is yeah the downhill slide it's not been great this this go around for sure no. um, so like I said Alyssa's in town for mm-hmm. um, Josie's wedding still and uh, Aaron kind of wanted to organize something for all of the like grandkids to do together. And so they planned a trip to the Muse, which is like a little like craft activity studio. Yeah. It seemed really cool. It was like like a sensory play thing. Yeah, kids, it seems mostly. really awesome um, and fun. Yeah. So they brought all the kids and like everyone who was in town. So we had Alyssa. We had, of course, Michael and Brandon were there. God. <laughs> everyone. I, fuck. Yeah. Um, so they're like crafting and stuff and they're doing like painting and Kelly... Can I tell you how long it took for me to remember that Kelly's name was Kelly? I was like, Michelle, <laughs> no. Joe? <laughs> that's her middle name. <laughs> I was like, I'm close. Then I was like, Kelly. I was like, Kim? No, that's the Plath. <laughs> but yeah, we gotta so. get through the fundy moms until we get to Kelly. <laughs> right? She's like the least offensive fundy mom, except for maybe this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she asks 
Brandon about his book, which is like the picture book with the story mm-hmm. that's being published, I guess. Um, and it was just sent to the editor and they haven't finalized the art and whatever. And then Kelly looks at all these children, looks at Brandon straight in the face and says, see what you're missing out on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would, if my mother-in-law said that to me, um, I would punch her in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would punt her. No. Um, yeah, that's pretty fucked up to say. Yeah. Like, like it's just fucked up that it wouldn't, like, cross her mind to, like, be like, maybe I shouldn't. I should be careful with what I say around yeah. Michael and Brandon, who have been going through infertility their entire marriage. Like, maybe I should maybe think about what I say before I say it to yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. Because I think even she was trying to, like, couch it that they should move closer because then they'd have children to play with since they can't have their own, which was fucked. It was. I definitely got that vibe too, because they were pressuring Michael and Brandon to move. And I think, I think it's also like, it's um, Michael and Brandon clearly don't want to make Chicago like their long-term out like living situation. So they're probably like in the market to move. And so I understand them pressuring it, but yeah, definitely got the vibe of like, you can't have kids, but you could have access to a lot of kids here and help us babysit. Yeah, you could be Jana. Oh, God. Poor Michael. Yeah. Even Kelly was like, to Michael, she was like, oh, you know, it'd be so great if you were here. You could help with the kids. And it's like, again, not yeah. your job. That's your no. job. You are the mother. And yeah. they all have parents. So. Yeah. yeah it's. <sighs> yeah. Because, yeah, remember, like, every time Michael comes in town, like, she walks in the door and she's immediately given a sewing job or something Uh to do, like, immediately upon arrival, every single time. Yeah, it would be a nightmare. And it's funny because I think both Brandon and Michael are both too, like, I don't mean meek and, like, the whatever, but, like, they kind of act meek. Yeah. Like, not, like, confident or, like, pushy or aggressive. Um, Right. But, like, I I don't think they would say anything no yeah they would not push back <laughs> they would just do it yeah for yeah. sure it's and that's it's brutal ugh. it is it is for <laughs> sure i'm like please just let brandon get a job like a couple states away yeah that would be great that like would be at great. least Kentucky. i think they are i think they are living there now though in tennessee ugh. so i don't know i wonder <laughs> what happened maybe it's because brandon can't work for the iblp anymore or something i uh, who knows who knows Maybe it'll come up in a later season. We'll see. No spoilers. I, I still want to know why this got canceled. I know. I know. I know. I'm so mad. I know. <laughs> so then we get a little bit where Gil brings the younger girls over to Aaron's house for like a play date. And they're like making random cards. Kelly's birthday's coming up. So some of them are making them for her. Mm-hmm. And Gil is excited because he gets to hold baby Everly and have her all to himself. Yep. Um, they have goats now, which I didn't remember. They have these two yes. fucking cute ass little goats that they just showed right at the beginning. And I'm like, you know what? Don't show me the children. Don't show me their art. Show me the fucking goats. <laughs> That's what I'm interested in. More goat content. Then their fucking yellow lab ran right in front of the car as Gil was pulling up. And I just like had so much fear. I was like, this dog is going to get hit by a fucking car. I'm like, they wouldn't show that. They wouldn't show that on TV. I would hope not. Please. I cannot handle that. Faith and family. TLC might, but up wouldn't. Good point. Good point. (laughs) But um, the other thing is their other kid, Brooklyn, woke up. I guess from her nap and she uh-huh. just was so grumpy and it was such a vibe. Like she yes. was just sitting there with this little like menacing face on just like crafting aggressively. <laughs> Brooklyn was a mood for sure. I, we've all been there. And Gil keeps calling her Brookie. And every time he calls her Brookie, she just like scowls <laughs> deeper. <laughs> no, I'm not Brookie. No Brookie. Yeah. That's she was cool. awesome. I, I love her. She's a, yeah. she's, she's a mood I- iconic sure. Fundy child. We love it. We love it. Do you have anything else to say about this? This was like kind of a really short little piece. Yeah, it was just like, oh, look, Gil does stuff with the kids. Yeah, great, great. So well, then we go to Bible Baptist Church to kind of check in on the progress. And we also get like an update on all of the the boys. Mm-hmm. 
so progress is being made to the church. The sheetrock yeah. is up. Half of the place is painted, but the progress is really starting to slow down and it's yeah. getting Bates-like. Yeah, it's because Gil says at the end of this little section, he says, well, you know, I'm really proud of us. We're building the church debt-free. And I'm like, yeah, you're using your own children to build it. And otherwise you brought in free specialized labor. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like Dave Ramsey kind of shit. Like, oh, just, you know, get a job that pays $300,000 a year. Yeah, no problem. Just just have, you know, five strong sons that can do all the labor for you. Great. Five strong sons, a couple carpenter construction son-in-laws. Like, just have them do all the free work for you. No big deal. Kids are really famously known for being cheap and not an investment at all. So That's true. If they're under 18, you don't even have to pay them as long as you keep them a secret. (laughs) Great. Great. So, again, like I said, we get some updates on the older boys. So Trace mm-hmm. talks about how he's been working um, with Chad uh, on construction stuff. But yep. he's also working part-time as a deputy sheriff uh, with <sighs> Zach, which, yeah, we, we all we all know how we feel about that. Yep. That was a thumbs down for anyone who heard. The- <laughs> yeah. Uh, stick to the construction, Trace. Yeah, just do that. Um, Nathan, has, his heart has quote-unquote, become overseas. Oh, God. Because he likes to go to the Philippines, etc. And offer aid to people there, which, not necessarily the worst thing, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, Christian, they're like, Christians are being oppressed, and I'm like, no, they are not. They are, (laughs) like, an evangelical Catholic country right now, having, like, people murdered for being queer etc so no but he's like well and we have to go it's islands and it's like yes it is islands yes so so we have to get a helicopter yeah i mean like i like you said it's not like inherently a bad thing to be like trying to help other people but like the the way that they go about it is very like uh, they were talking about how um you know they were going to be putting in a helicopter system and a 911 system uh-huh. and this was all you know to so that they could have access to help but then then gill adds that these systems are also connected to local churches so their spirituality can be helped too yeah it's like uh not sure about that part. Hello 911, do you believe in our Lord and Savior? <laughs> yeah, like is are you like is are these only like resources that people like yeah, Christians can use? Like it's like there's a lot it of weird implications like a bad there. set up here. Exactly. <laughs> like especially in the Philippines. I mean, mm-hmm. even here, honestly. <laughs> but like bad shit happens. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And also, there's, like, way bigger needs. Imagine how many people that you could get clean water, food, clothing, Mm -hmm. whatever, for the price of a fucking helicopter and a helicopter pad. Get a boat. Get a fucking boat. It's islands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's islands. It's islands. Yeah. So then we move on to Lawson, who talks about his music (laughs) career. I don't know. There doesn't seem to be really much going on with Lawson. He's getting vocal coach lessons to help broaden his range yeah which he definitely needs which i love that the the vocal coach just has him like grunting around the house so everyone made fun of him which is what i need i require lawson being mocked we love it that is (laughs) yes what my soul craves more than anything (laughs) um he says that his new album is the best album he's ever done it's not a high bar honey i know yeah yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, so he's still working his way, going to Nashville a lot, presumably. Um, and I loved, I had a quote from Jackson, who was uh-huh. in a talking head, said, the older boys are doing a lot of things. Getting girlfriends is not one of them. No. Nope. <laughs> Eviscerate them, Jackson. Cut them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like they're at like a reasonable age now to mm-hmm. get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, double standards. I'm sure, maybe not 100% sure, but I feel like all of the Fundy boys have probably gone to a further base than the Fundy girls. I would I would be very shocked if that weren't true. Yeah. Cause- and yeah, I just think it's so telling that all of the Bates girls got married 
so young in their yeah, late like teens, <laughs> early twenties at the latest. And, the, and most of the boys, I think, I think the only exception is Zach got married in their like mid to late twenties. Yeah. And even the people that the fucking 18 year olds are marrying are in their mid twenties. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's very, it's very disturbing to me. Yeah. It's just upsetting. It's just like, look at these men getting to have like opportunities to go and do stuff that they're interested in, mm-hmm. even though it's stupid stuff. Like, bad country singing and being a cop (laughs) but like the girls get to be a nurse maybe or a cosmetologist maybe until you're a mom yes yes it's hate it hate it all hate it it. so then the last part of this episode is um at whitney and zach's house and she has car carin Carlin, Aaron, and Kelly <laughs> over, and they are going to. I guess the the um like original plan for the get together is to talk about Carlin's wedding and also work on making ornaments that Aaron is planning on handing out with her Christmas CD. Again, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I um, who. Fundies are the only people still buying CDs. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the last time I bought a CD. Like, yeah. 2007? I, mean, like, I don't know. Album? Like a like vinyl? Yeah. Sure. Or like buying a digital album on like iTunes or whatever? Yeah. Sure. But yeah, a physical a CD, CD with like a jacket and like a fucking ornament attached to it? <laughs> yeah, no. No. Even even my husband doesn't do stuff like that. And he's it's like for a people nerd who don't have the internet because CDs don't have like an inherent like sound. Right. Just yeah, like like vinyl does. Like vinyl there's yeah. like a there's a lot of valid reasons to like want the vinyl over yeah. like a, you know, other copy of it, but yeah. CDs. Yeah. <laughs> CDs, man. CDs with ornaments now. Yes, great. Um, I love how, so we're, like I said, we're talking about Carlin's wedding too during this and Carlin, Carlin is like, was like shocked to find out that May was a popular month to get married in. I know. Also, this is like December. Yes. Right. Like this is like late in the year and she's like, everywhere's booked up. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because most people are engaged for like a year plus because they live together and they're not just like having a fucking shotgun wedding to bang. Yes. Also, if you want to get married in a popular month, like you have to plan further in advance. And like, it's not that hard to figure out which ones are the popular months. Like it's a simple Google search or just like think of the weddings I've been to. Yeah. Yeah. When do you have a lot of weddings that you go to? Yeah. The summer months, possibly. Yeah. When my when when I booked my wedding, I was talking to the people at my venue and they said that they're they're months that always fill up first are june then may then september or mm-hmm. maybe then october then september like yeah. those are the big 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 ones so if you want to get married in one of those months like you got to do it more than six months in advance yeah yeah or like baits where it's like three to four months in advance right right so carlin was planning on having like a big cathedral wedding but that is mm-hmm. out of the picture because it's not possible yeah and she can't wait any longer to have sex so she they are going to do an outdoor wedding like yep. josie did so here we go yep it'll be it'll be a lot um of course chad is immediately volunteered for every <laughs> single part of the wedding he's going to make them a stage a backdrop, which is like going to be like a window or something, and then a fucking yeah. like suspended chandelier outside. I don't yeah, know we'll what see. we're doing here. It seems like wind, and that's like just like a lightning rod. Yeah, it, it's it. We'll see. We'll see how this comes together. But all I have yeah. to say is, I feel so bad for Chad. It was so funny oh, too God. because it ended up like she. He ended up finding out that he was doing this in a talking head because. Like Aaron didn't even tell him that he was that she had volunteered him to do this. Like he had to right. find out from the show. It's like you should at least tell him when you volunteer him so he can prepare like his projects around it. Like right. even if you don't ask for his permission, which like you should ask for his permission. <laughs> but if you're like, oh, you know, Chad can do it. Chad has said he is open to do anything for anybody, whatever. So it's like just fucking tell him mm-hmm. three to four months ahead of time, especially for something that's complicated. Yeah. Well, and then she was like describing it all. And she was like, that's like a day's worth of project. Right. And he was like, uh, 
he's like ha ha yeah yeah and it sounded like literal like weeks worth of work whatever she was describing yeah yeah like a full stage and getting that thing fucking transported yeah i don't know no thanks it's gonna be it's gonna be a mess we'll see um but then they talk about our favorite topic dancing (laughs) dancing and i love that kelly finally just out and out said it well we didn't really do any dancing because we didn't want the kids to be doing anything sexual yes that's like yes yes of course (laughs) but um apparently since ballroom dancing is a wholesome style it's what princesses do yes um it's okay so (laughs) kelly uh or carlin wants to do like a dance with evan and then also a dance with gil and um yeah it's uh, dancing is a back on the menu i guess as long as it's ballroom dancing or wholesome yeah yeah um carlin keeps talking about that she found this song that she wants to have a daddy daughter dance to she's like you know it's so good it's just about like being a little girl and growing up and And i'm like it's gonna be that fucking song that everyone picks because she's Mm -hmm. never heard it before because like she doesn't go music is not allowed yes yes yeah but there is like there are like some very like like the country songs that are literally mm-hmm. written for that occasion. Um, I'm Googling the name of the one. <laughs> I don't know. Country father daughter dance songs. Oh, I loved her first. Yes, yes. By Heartland, <laughs> or uh, My Little Girl by Tim McGraw. Yeah. There goes my life by Kenny Chesney. That one's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um. Yeah, my my dad and I we we did a father daughter dance and we danced to Wildflowers by Tom Petty, which is a very Aww. like meaningful song to both of us. So hell yes, yeah. I love Tom Petty. And it was I do too. I love Tom Petty. Uh, it wasn't ballroom dancing. We literally just like swayed because we were like, I don't want to put any effort into learning to dance, and like nobody's gonna care if we suck at dancing. So like let's yeah. just like have fun. Yeah, Yay. it's just supposed to be like a nice little <laughs> moment to like recuperate and chit chat and like have a nice. Yeah moment yeah it was and it was great it was fun um but yeah so we'll see we'll see how the dance goes i'm interested though to see how how this plays out yeah oh yeah um the only other thing that i have to say is carlin's just like i can't believe it i'm gonna be a wife and i'm like oh god it's just Mm. like she's finally gonna be something she's allowed to be something now a wife how exciting hate this (laughs) great (sighs) oh well Oh, well. So moving on, the next episode is called Nashville Nursery Makeover. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> again, this family is the most dysfunctional family. I know. They stress me out so much. Every time they're doing something, it is so stressful to me. I would not do well in the Bates family at all. Right? Like, I think for- I would have, like, perished. Yeah. N- no, I just cannot. I cannot function on this level of everything they're at. I would have, like slithered off at the age of 11 or something and never been seen again but they i was the middle child so they just forgot i existed they're like oh yeah we i I think we we always had 18 we always had 18 18. (laughs) okay so tori is four weeks away from her due date and the nursery is not anywhere near complete nope it is just a crib and a little twin bed and then Mm -hmm. a whole lot of stuff yes but thankfully, Erin is a design expert, and she's mm-hmm. on the case, and she has brought Kelly, Lawson, Whitney, and a bunch of the younger kids uh, to Nashville to help set everything up and decorate. Yep. Um, I'm glad Erin loves decorating because Tori can't do it. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I get it. I am much more a Tori than an Erin. I am not mm-hmm. a decorator. But I just wouldn't plan a fancy nursery or like want a fancy nursery then i would just have like a here's the crib here's the stuff that the baby needs here's the table and whatever and then like make it a nice color (laughs) i like i do like decorating but i i like doing it like as a like i don't like doing it all at once like i like adding Mm -hmm. things and you know like oh yeah you know taking it slow like it doesn't need to all yeah like finding a new piece of art yeah like that remind this reminds me of a line from juno when um uh, Jason Bateman says, like, the baby's not going to come out 
demanding dessert flavored walls like it's fine if your nursery is not like completely set up when the baby's yeah. born like he's not gonna even like the baby's not even gonna use the nursery that much like it's gonna no, be with the you baby the can't whole even time. really see that far and doesn't yeah. know what any of it is it's really fine the baby has no taste yet the baby is just understanding being a human yeah <laughs> um but thankfully What's her name? Tori has a huge family that can help out. So she doesn't even really have to worry about anything at all, which is great. Yeah. I loved that Lawson was basically just there to like carry stuff as he he should be. He was just like, yes, he was just a body, which he was also there to be dumb. Yes. Which he's very good at. Very good dumb moments. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, well, Lawson's first dumb moment is just that he like walks into the nursery that it's like undone. And he's like, Oh, this is, you know, I'm going to stay here whenever I'm in Nashville. I'm like, it's going to have a baby in it in like three weeks. Yeah. Don't know if you want to stay there. It's not, not, yeah. You're probably not going to come in like during the baby's sleep time. Like, yeah, you're going to be, the baby's going to be asleep when you come home. Yeah. It's not, not going to work out, but they did. I loved that. We, again, we get to see Chad, hashtag free chad he made a headboard for tori for like a twin bed that was in in that room Uh for tori and um it looked really nice like chad can make a headboard yeah it's not my style but it looked like a really quality headboard yeah it looked solid i want him to make me a headboard because i hate our headboard (laughs) (laughs) we don't have a headboard because the wall is a headboard the wall is a headboard that is a good point Again, much more like Tori than anybody else. <laughs> Fuck decorating. I'll put up the things that I like to look at. <laughs> oh, I have a random quote. Uh, a random quote that Tori said when she was kind of just like talking about her pregnancy and about how things were and how she was feeling. Mm-hmm. She was talking about him like moving in in her belly. And she just said, he does the creepiest things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah it is creepy (laughs) like if you really think about it like yeah you've just like especially like four weeks from the due date you've got yeah a full um, ass baby yeah like a recognizable baby yeah um and then of course in this part she's like sitting on the floor and she's talking about like how the baby's positioned and then all of them just come over and just start squishing the shit out of her tummy and i'm just like like, oh my god mm. i would this is definitely part of being pregnant that i would not appreciate yeah yeah, I don't really like being touched very much. So. Yeah, especially by fucking strangers that are like, here, let me touch your middle. Right. Not yeah, like shoulder no arm or something. It's yeah, like right in. That's like a little too intimate for me. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, fucking leave it. Leave their hand on there. Mm. Or like rub. like rub. Rub a stranger's <laughs> <Rub>. belly. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> Absolutely what? not. <laughs> Who gave you the right, sir? That is my belly. <sighs> so... Moving on. <laughs> um, they're talking about how some of the stuff that Erin ordered hadn't shown up. And she ordered all decals. And so they say that they're going to DIY it. And Lawson mm-hmm. just yells, what does DIY stand for? <laughs> <laughs> and I think Tori like, didn't even look at him and was like, do it yourself. <laughs> how do you not know what DIY stands for in your like late 20s? That's a very common... I know, like, and something that your sisters and mom probably talk about a lot mm-hmm. because all of your projects are DIY. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> what does DIY mean? I know. I was just like, Jesus, Lawson. Like he, like, don't get mad. <laughs> yeah. So they are DIYing wall decals, and they're basically just making like little squares of contact paper that they're going to stick. spray paint and yep. stick to the wall. And I loved how I have a quote from Lawson that just says, can someone tell me why black squares of tape on a wall are going to look good? <laughs> I know everyone was so fucking pissed about it. And they Aaron's were like, haters. I have an idea. I, I have and a vision. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah. No one was t- trusting the process. And Aaron just was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And if you fucking hate it, you can peel it off and you go fuck yourself. Honestly, I think... I would have a really hard time working with Erin, but I respect her. Like, she has, at least she, like, sticks to her vision. She knows what she's doing, and she doesn't let other people get in the way of that. And I respect that. It's, it's like, you know, not a trauma response, but a trauma response to having a shitty fucking family where you are talked over all the fucking time because you're a girl. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Wonderful. Iconic. (laughs) 
So then we take a little break from the nursery and we check in on Katie, who has last minute decided to do the cosmetology program at Crown College following in Josie's footsteps. Yep. Um, I don't know why they're all doing cosmetology school, but I'm here for it. Because, like, yeah. aren't you supposed to be, like, not cosmetically enhanced in the Bible? Like, you're just yeah, supposed that's to a be, good like, question. beautiful and natural. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It is it is interesting that th- that that would be a career choice that is possible right? for them. Yeah. Um and then of course it always just makes me fucking think of Jim Bob. Yeah. <laughs> we ha- we all the girls have their hair long and curly cuz Jim Bob likes it. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, this is all fucked up. It's cuz yeah. Gil isn't as much as a fucking creep as Jim Bob is, which isn't saying a lot, but No, yes. he's just an <laughs> asshole, not a creep. Which yes. I can respect a little more. A I little just, bit more. I just regular hate you. Don't like super hate you. True. True. She talks about how she eventually wants to go into nursing. So I don't really know why she didn't just go into nursing. But I mean, whatever. Probably it's because you have to have college courses or um, like accredited courses in usually in math and one science or something. So you uh-huh. have to take a couple classes at a community college or whatever before you do nursing school and then sometimes there's like three-year waiting lists for admission that's true nursing yeah school. yeah which good seems point fucking bonkers that we don't have enough nurses but we have waiting lists so we should get more people to teach nurses yeah but oh god that's just that sounds it's a, it's a vicious fucking cycle <laughs> it is it is um uh, but yeah good for i mean good for katie i think yeah i think it's cool i wonder if she ever becomes a nurse no I think she just does the Bates Sisters Boutique. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know she got, well, I know she got married in like December and moved to New Jersey. So I think she might be like, oh, yeah, I forgot she's going to New Jersey and not Josie. So I don't know what she's doing right now other than being a wife in New Jersey. Yeah. Being Carmela Soprano. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. That would be a vibe. I would love it. I mean, if Katie comes back with like, leopard print tops and like mm. large gold jewelry i'm here for it i'll i'll become a katie stan <laughs> for sure she's already pretty high on the list of bates children because she's yeah. just like i like ice cream and pizza and nothing yeah. else get fucked <laughs> yeah yeah she, yeah she's pretty like you know under the radar which is what we like yeah i bet she and tori were like buddy system mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah so then back in Nashville, uh, we're going to the thrift store to buy some decorations for the nursery. But of course, everyone is getting wildly off track and yep. buying stuff for themselves and looking clothes at clothes. Shopping. Yeah. Shoe it's a shopping. Mess. It's bonkers. Then Zach rolls in with one of the kids mm-hmm. and it's just, he's just like, this is fuck wild. Yes. But- <laughs> whatever it was fine it they seemed to get some stuff yeah it was actually usable they did they were productive in the end so that's that's good and like thank god that there are so many of them to like help do the physical labor so that when they get like distracted and spend all day at the thrift store they can still Uh complete their project in the end you know yeah oh yeah um i did like as they were leaving zach said i think he asked Whitney, did you guys get what you need? And she said, yeah. And he's like, well, if you buy everything in the store, you're bound to have what you need. <laughs> Good point, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As they're carrying out bag upon bag. Yes. Um, so then back at the, at back at Tori's house, we're painting furniture and bins and all kinds of stuff. And then Kelly gets a delivery because I guess it's Kelly's birthday and she's mm-hmm. away from home. And so Gil has sent her flowers and balloons and cupcakes, cookies. Yeah. It was wild, but like, good. Good job, mm-hmm. Gil. Yeah. Hell yeah. You should spoil your wife on her birthday or your yeah. husband. Don't phone it in on yeah, someone's I l- birthday. I love celebrating a, a good birthday. Yeah. Like, I'm not huge on the party, but like. Yes. Just like. If you like. Get me a good present, and we have a nice day of like food or an activity and stuff. Top quality. Just like making the person feel special on their birthday. That's really yeah. all it takes. After the the balloons and the flowers and everything, everyone gets back to work and really cranks down on it. Mm-hmm. And somehow, despite the baits being baits, everything comes together in the end. And it looks nice. Yeah, it looked nice. Like not my style, but it looked mm-hmm. nice. 
Yeah, like not offensive in any way. And I thought that the accent wall with the um, with the stickers Squares. looked a lot better than uh-huh. I thought it was going to. So I pre- like I said, I appreciate Aaron for sticking with her vision. Yeah. Even though I thought it was going to look a lot worse than it did. It, it yeah. did look nice. Yeah, it looked really nice. I was very surprised. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I could just be sticking tape to the walls and shit. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> goddamn. Yeah, sometimes it's like you don't think about how, like, easy it would be to make something look completely different. But then it's like, that takes effort. and So much effort and, like, vision. Yes. Because you, like- you have to trust the process. And yeah. if I'm like doubting the process like two steps in the process is not gonna get finished just gonna stop we're just gonna stop (laughs) yeah i'll be like well i fucked this up so (laughs) let's start over Mm -hmm. so yeah everyone was really happy with how the nursery turned out especially tori and Mm -hmm. tori made everyone a big dinner to say thank you and it was really nice yeah and michael sent tori some of her blankets which is what appears to be her business now Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. blanket selling which is good Let's get into the next episode, which Hell is yeah. called A Newlywed Net <laughs> A Newlywed Nest and Trace Put to the Test. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no words. This whole Trace to Put to the Test part, I just the whole time I was just like, ugh. I think everything that I wrote at the end has a dash ew. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. It's hard it's hard not to in these situations. So but. this episode starts off on a different note, though. It starts mm-hmm. off with Addie um, going to an audiologist appointment. She mm-hmm. recently got new hearing aids, and so they're checking in on her progress. Yep. Um, they tell us the story of how Opes didn't notice that our kid was functionally deaf for, yeah. like, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, you, you, you have to think, like, that would have been noticed if there weren't yeah, you know, she was like children. one of two. <laughs> exactly. Like it does seem pretty obvious that she has a pretty significant hearing d- loss yeah, issue. Yeah, like she had speech issues because of her hearing issues that mm-hmm. now have like gotten way better with her yeah. having a hearing aid. So like, thank God, yeah. It was. It's not like it was something that she could just like learn to live with. It was something mm-hmm. that was like affecting her quality of life. Yeah, for sure. She's a child. She couldn't know about it. She doesn't know that's not how you're supposed to hear. Right. Exactly. <sighs> But thankfully, she is doing a lot better. And yes. she, like I said, we, she just got new hearing aids. And they talk a little bit about how it was a really big adjustment when Addie first got her hearing aids, uh-huh. um, which I get because my dad recently got hearing aids and my mother-in-law, too. And, like, it's, like, a whole thing. And it takes yeah. a lot of, like, tuning and getting everything right. And, yeah. And for, like, a child to have to deal with that, too, like, it's oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, and for their parents to not, like, be knowledgeable or whatever about it, right. too. Like, right. it's hard. So I think her, she talks about how her, like, first ones weren't great and yeah, had they a lot had of issues. Yeah, they had background noise and mm-hmm. they just did full amplification instead of, like, tonal amplification. Yeah, which, which I can't imagine being in the Bates house and having to, like, hear all the background noise. Oh, my like, God. Like, loud in your ear. Like, that must have been so overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Like, going from not being able to hear anything except the lowest noises. Like, they said that she could hear Gil's voice, but nobody yeah. else's voice, really. Right. Um, so, like, you go from just hearing, like, Gil and kind of, like, booming and stuff. And then you go to, like, full-fledged Jackson and Judson yeah. screaming. Yeah, that must be... I can't imagine how... Chaos. Like, chaotic that would have been. Um, but, yeah, she got new hearing aids that I guess they can kind of adjust based on, like, what parts you need amplified and which mm-hmm. and then the other ones can be like dulled down so that's cool um and those are working a lot better for her mm-hmm. and kelly talks about how she notices an improvement in her hearing and her speech especially when it comes to her schooling so that's great yeah good job yeah good job addy yes Oh, I hate the one part about this I hated was at the very end when the doctor, <laughs> uh-huh. this was so awkward. The doctor was like, well, um, I'll tell Everything you something. Everything stayed stable and da 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 da. It's like, I'll tell you one thing that has changed. You're taller and prettier than the last time you were here. And it's like, sir, this is a child. Yeah. I, 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 that. This uh, is a child and your patient. Yeah, it was just very awkward, and it made me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like, just taller? Funny joke. Yeah, sure. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Men. Men are gross. Let's Men. just be real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand them. 
So then we go to Josie and Kelton's new place. And the newlywed nest. The newlywed nest. And Josie's friend from church, Samantha, <laughs> is coming to work uh, to help decorate uh-huh. their dining room. So that's exciting. Yep. I don't know, but I guess that's what you do when you don't like drink or party. You just yeah. decorate each other's houses and talk. I guess. Yeah. Great. Exciting. So exciting. <laughs> but... Even Whitney gets to come in on the fun and she oh, drops yeah. by and checks it out. Um, yeah. And then I loved when they were talking, Josie was kind of describing her style and she talks about how she's got like a modern bohemian feel and she wants like as little color as possible. And then I loved how it- they had like a bunch of the other family members trying to describe Josie's style. And I just have a quote from Zach, uh-huh. which describes her style as little strings hanging off of stuff. Yeah. And I just feel like that's so accurate. It's so fucking true because her style is not boho. It is just succulents and macrame. Like mm-hmm. it is just Pinterest. <laughs> it's Instagram. And beige. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's like a product placement house where there's no mm-hmm. bright colors to distract from the products. Yeah. It's, uh, it scares me. I'm scared when I'm not surrounded by colors. It like freaks me out to be in like a muted, muted environment yeah i grew up in a suburb that was like all pretty much new build houses like you know Mm -hmm. within the past like in the 90s and 2000s and so they were all just beige monstrosities with beige Mm -hmm. carpet beige walls beige everything beige 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 so i'm so glad now i'm like all my walls are like blue or (laughs) yeah yeah exactly just like uh, i just need color it needs i need to live a little yeah yeah i can't be beige anymore Mm-hmm. No. No beige. No beige. Um, but yeah, that was just a quick little interlude. Yeah. It looked cute, but it just yeah. looked like a fucking Instagram picture of a yeah. dining room nook. Yeah. Which, see, I mean, that seems to be Josie's style is Instagram. Yep. So just great. Go for very it. Very normal. Yes. Um, so then we get a little part where Gil and Kelly are taking Jeb and Judd out on a little surprise outing because they got to make them feel special because they have too many kids. I know. This whole thing where Kelly is describing, she's like, you know, we try to put stuff on the calendar so that the little kids don't get lost. And I'm like, you need to have fewer children. Yes. (laughs) That's just bottom line. Worried about like missing experiences with your children because you're too busy with your other children. Like that's too much. That's too many things. Yeah. Yeah. Little, um, yeah, it's sad that you're like, we have to make sure that we squeeze in some time with we our youngest kids. We gotta put it on the calendar to go God. and think of something to do with them. Oh, Lord. Poor Jeb and Judd. I but, know, and they're like fucking four-year-olds with like I, mid-50s parents now. Yeah, yeah, like the amount of energy these kids have compared to their parents is like yeah. insane. Yeah. But they do get to go to an indoor rock gym um, and okay. do some rock climbing and which seemed like fun for them. Yeah. Um, even Gil and Kelly got in on the climbing and I <laughs> loved watching Ke- poor Kelly climb this rock wall in a skirt. Uh-huh. Like, wow. Like God can't wear pants. Even when someone's going to be standing below you and can see up your skirt. Yeah. That's modesty right there. That there's <laughs> modesty. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't get the logic either. I'm, like how I'm are glad- pants? Anyway, oh yeah, go ahead. We've been through it. I was oh, just yeah. say like, how are pants in imo- like inherently not modest? They don't show anything more than you have a skirt. legs. Like a like skirt that's... is tight against your butt too to stay on. Like, just shows that your legs are two separate things, and there might be something in between them. Oh God, <laughs> it's not like you don't see people wearing pants every day. I know, right? Um, but so they work on some of the beginners walls and Mm -hmm. then they move on to the bigger walls. And I loved when Judson was, uh, starting to climb up Uh the big wall and Kelly goes, you got it, tiger. And Judson just goes, I'm not a tiger. I'm a human being. And he's like really nervous and like (laughs) does not want that perfect age of just like unfiltered, obliterating snark. I love him so much. He is a king. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. It's where like the, it's the age where kids like look at you and they'll be like, what's that giant red pimple you have on your face? And you're like, Jesus, just fucking out me to the whole world. Yeah. Come at me. Damn. 
but I loved he was like so scared climbing this wall uh-huh. but he did it he did it he did dud did it <laughs> he dud did it he did it and it was awesome and then he climbed all the way down instead of rappelling which was cute that was cute and yeah I don't know I love Judson he's a cutie yeah. the little ones they're nice I know I they're know. still so small how did she have kids just like five years ago they're so uh, old I know it's I don't want to talk about it but um of course Gil this leads Gil to thinking about his tree business and oh my <laughs> god Judson is going to be a great tree worker he even says I've got me a new replacement and it's like great that's you just thinking of your kids as future workers for uh-huh. you yep just put them out on the farm have yeah. them work the farm Judson's going to be uh, like the one in charge of the next iteration of the Bible Baptist Church construction. God, he probably is. Poor Judson. It's going to be Pastor Judson. <laughs> Pastor Judson. Pastor Jud. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Sounds real, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It does. It's a little too real for me, honestly. <sighs> so then the best part of this episode. <sighs> Trace, like we talked about, is he's working in the reserve program and he's, I guess, a part-time sheriff's deputy and he is doing a ride-along with Zach, who was like East Tennessee Cop of the Year last year. Uh-huh. What the fuck is a volunteer policeman? Like, the, can they arrest you? Do they get... He had a gun. Like, that's... Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't be able to. I feel like that's kind yeah, of fucked up. like part-time deputy but you haven't gone through the training or like the civil service test or anything like i don't really know like like this is the problem with tennessee (laughs) yeah exactly it's fucked up but i loved that zach's first tip to trace was simply open your eyes up and watch for things (laughs) groundbreaking he said it twice he was like open your eyes trace all you gotta do is open your eyes up for once (laughs) Just just groundbreaking. Be observant. And then, of course, Trace observes somebody not wearing their seatbelt. So they mm-hmm. whip around. Yes. And it's like, oh, my God. It, I loved like it, it was like they were doing something so important. And it's like they literally just weren't wearing a seatbelt. Like, yeah. Which like is important. But also, yeah. like, you just pulled these people over and gave them a ticket because you wanted to be a cop on TV. And not even just, like pulled them over like turned around, went out of their way to go after them. It was yeah. so weird. Yeah, like, oh, gross. <sighs> um, yeah, Trace is going with Zach because he's deciding if he wants to make a career out of it. Yes, he's trying to figure out if he wants to focus on that or focus more on the construction with Chad, which I vote construction with Chad, but, yeah. you know. Pays better, too. True. And Trace says that he that everything about being a cop is awesome except for the paperwork, which I feel like is like ninety nine percent of being a cop most of the time. So it's fucking it's the it's the worst because he's like, you know, when we arrest someone, I love it. I love it. I'm on board. And it's like, ew. So you just like having power over people. That's all yeah, you that's, like about the job. I don't I hate I hate it that when people are like, I like arresting people like you like bust you like, like that's it? fucked up. Like, I understand that sometimes it's necessary, but, like, you like doing that? Yeah, like, sometimes I'm sure it's satisfying, like, oh, I caught a serial killer or whatever, like, satisfying into a problem person. Yes. Whatever, but, like, oh, man, every time we throw someone in jail, I'm on board, he (laughs) said at the end. I was like, ew. Yeah. Ew. That's, like, thousands of dollars and probably for stupid fucking reasons, like, a seatbelt or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck that shit. I'm just, yeah, I'm not here for any of it. But also wear a seatbelt. Yeah, pro definitely. Seatbelt podcast. We are. Don't get me wrong. You should wear your seatbelt. But yeah. I also just don't like. I cops, don't think so. that you should get a three hundred dollar ticket for not wearing a seatbelt. I agree. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really just in your best interest to wear a seatbelt. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. All right, but let's stop talking about that because I don't want to talk about it anymore and there's nothing more to say. (laughs) Let's move on to the last episode for today, which is called A Proposal to Remember and A Baby on the Way, which that could be any episode. It literally could. I think we've already had an episode this season named exactly this. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) Probably true. So Um, we are two weeks from Tori's due date now. Exciting. So So they're doing a family meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. 
it could happen at any time and Kelly could be, you know, could need to go at a moment's notice. And Carlin's also planning on going with Kelly as well. Yeah. Um, so that leaves Katie uh, in charge of running the house, which is yeah. weird to me because she literally says Trace Lawson and Nathan are here, too, all of which are older than Katie, significantly yeah. older than Katie. And it's like. No. Why does the why does a girl always have to be the one running the house in charge of the kids? Why can't you like have Lawson take a break from grunting through the house to like uh-huh. make the kids a sandwich for lunch? Yeah, and like the worst thing is that Katie is like, "Oh, this is like such a great honor. Like I'm finally an adult. I get to be in charge." And it's like uh, like this, oh, this is, is what so she's fucked. been looking forward to this is what her whole life has been leading to yeah. she gets to babysit her younger siblings her seven or whatever younger to siblings practice for when you have all those children of your own because mm. that's all you're made for this is what dreams are made of jillian hey now hey now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's great but i mean good for katie i guess yeah <sighs> be an adult go get a job don't get married. Just yes. Go on the lamb. I don't know. <laughs> just cut hair. Just cut and dye hair. That's yeah. Fine. Become like Dolly Parton and steal magnolias and just open your own little trailer. Perfect. Haircut and go and give people wise advice and learn some stuff. That's that's a good life right there. Yeah. <laughs> so then the other big part of this episode, um, Chad and Aaron are celebrating their fifth anniversary. And so they are going to Whitestone Inn, which is uh, where they got engaged to uh-huh. celebrate. Um, they get the room called the Mallard Suite. I loved that. It's <laughs> just truly the bed and breakfast vibe of ages. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's just like this giant kind of green room. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, it nice. Looked ni- it looked nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chad had a little gift waiting for her, of course, mm-hmm. because he's Chad and he's very thoughtful. He got her wild, wild flowers because she doesn't like roses. And, yes. You know, it looked like it was like skin stuff and mm-hmm. cute stuff. And I'm just like, well, fucking Chad, just doing it all again. Doing it all as Chad does. Um, so then while Chad and Aaron are away, of course, the kids are staying with Gil and Kelly and there is a cute little clip of them like playing mother may I with the grandkids. It was Uh really cute actually. Um, but there was one Kelly or Gil made a comment about how Kelly had nine kids Uh by the time she was 31. Uh huh. Let's just, let's just take that in for a second. I know we just need a moment of silence. Yes. Nine kids at 31. That's, that's, I don't know. That's just too many. Like, like you should have like maybe one or two. Yeah. He started that sentence with, well, Aaron has three kids by 31. And I was like, that's too fucking many. <laughs> and then he's like, but Kelly had nine. And I was like, fuck. Okay. So then back at Whitestone Inn, Chad and Aaron are going to a private cooking lesson on the premises. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of looked this place up because I was curious about it. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to see if there were any like overtly like this is a christian place i mean there's a chapel there so like obviously there's that but they do weddings and stuff so i mean that's not that weird kind of typical in tennessee right but it the one thing i did find was a little thing that says whitestone inn is an alcohol-free and smoke-free property yep (laughs) so yeah sounds like a place the baits would go let's be real that's definitely a christian bed and breakfast that's on that's on the fundy list of approved things definitely definitely um but they they make a chicken breast in gravy and i I know know. it's ridiculous this whole thing was like oh we're making pan-seared chicken breast and some portobello gravy and it's upscale country i'm like it's just a regular fucking dish that like everyone eats in a lot of places yeah yeah i mean it was fine they seem to enjoy it so good for them they finally got a lesson in how to fucking cook chicken correctly so yeah maybe there you help. go that i mean that could literally save someone's life so very true <laughs> that's how you get to nine kids at 31 food <laughs> safety exactly <laughs> okay so bradley is the other part of this episode bradley mm-hmm. is turning four years old mm-hmm. and his birthday is i think in like mid to late october so they're having like a fall birthday party at oaks farm and they're doing a fall hayride and Mm -hmm. this looks like an ideal birthday party let's be real oh yeah yeah outdoors cool weather you get a fucking pumpkin at the end of it like you can't ask for much more than that no honestly 
iconic. Yes. Um, they have birthday cake and presents, obviously. And um, I think Bradley is so fucking cute. Yeah. And I love him so much. And I loved the little talking head with him and um, Whitney and Zach. And um, Bradley says he's Granny's favorite because he's so good looking. And I just <laughs> thought that was really funny. And I really, I Children. love Bradley. He's They're cute his- as hell. Yeah, he's very cute. He's not like, he doesn't have any like demon spawn energy at all. No, he's not like Spurgeon. No, he seems like a mellow child that has regular yeah. opinions, not like, yeah. I want to kill my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just seems like a normal kid, and that's good for him. I, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for him because he's, you know, but. At least, I mean, you know, from his perspective, he has a mom that stays home all the time and loves him a lot. Yeah, so. yeah. He's just vibing right now. Zach and Whitney do seem like they're great parents. Like, they oh, seem yeah. really involved in their kids' lives, and they seem to really love being parents. So that's great. Good for them. Yep. Good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's like bare minimum, but good job. <laughs> yep. Okay, so then back to Chad and Aaron. Um, they go to the chapel on the property, uh, which I, which is, they said they got ready to get engaged at this chapel, which is like, why didn't you just get, it's just like weird that this was yeah. like a significant because we got ready to get engaged at this chapel. Okay. Maybe they prayed together or something. Probably. Pro- that's yeah. probably it. That's probably what they meant. It's like they prayed together or like had their families there and like prayed over them. And then they went out and he was like, would you be my wife? Yeah. I will build a thousand stages for you. <laughs> I will build a thousand headboards for you and your family. <laughs> I will become the carpenter of the old. Maybe Chad's really Jesus. Maybe. It would make a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah. He does I mean, seem a carpenter. Yeah, he seems kind of Jesus like and to be real. We gotta see who his friends are. Yeah, for real. I don't know if Chad has friends. I wonder if Chad has friends. I hope I Chad don't know if he has I don't know if he has time to have friends with all of the shit true. he has to do for the Bates family. I mean they've got goats. Children, yeah. a dog, a wood business that yeah, he does on the like, side. He he's 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 uh booked up, so he's no friends for busy. <laughs> But at the chapel this time they exchanged gifts. Mm-hmm. Um so Aaron got Chad, I guess he had like an old like sentimental Bible that was like falling apart, so she got it like rebound in leather mm-hmm. and she got him a nice like leather journal since that's something he like really likes to do and that she really likes that he does i thought those were really thoughtful gifts i thought it was really good except for the part where she said that she reads his journals after yeah the fact. like that's weird to that me. is weird that is weird like I, my husband journals too and i like love that he journals i think that's uh-huh. awesome but like i wouldn't i would never read his journal like that is just i mean no. even after death i think i would only like flip through for like the yeah. highlights like <laughs> look for like what they wrote on like your wedding day or something yeah it's like the journal is for him so yeah let's just leave it there yeah that was the only thing where i was like yeah weird weird but i did at least the gifts were like she really put yes. thought and effort into them so that's yeah. nice oh yeah i did like that she basically stole his, stole his bible for weeks to get it yeah and was just like yeah. i don't know i have no <laughs> idea <laughs> poor chad must be just like so confused all the time with what's going on he's like constantly having things kept from him just like he just goes he with the comes flow home after a 12 hour work day doing construction on a roof or whatever and she's just like oh so i volunteered you to make three tables for a bake sale tonight yeah um great great <laughs> poor chad hashtag poor chad. free chad free chad <laughs> <clears throat> the only chad i will go to bat for yeah for real so then chad says he has a gift for her but that's coming later so then they go outside and there's a horse and carriage waiting which this was also like how it was when they got engaged Mm -hmm. and it takes them to this little like gazebo area that's like paved in a heart shape that's you know like made for engagements probably proposals oh yeah Uh, (laughs) um and then they get to the little gazebo and chad gives her a set of rings one is from the kids and one is from him and it was Mm -hmm. really nice and sweet and she loved them so that's great yep and she said chad was the best man that god ever made and i just want to like capture that moment where she says that and just send it to all of her male relatives and be like (laughs) be better be Be better honestly i don't like i don't know if i could disagree with her statement like chad like of especially of the dudes on this show like yeah yeah, definitely he, probably the best man God ever made in Tennessee. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, low bar, but you know what? It's okay. 
Oh, man. Um, but yeah, they they got to celebrate their anniversary, and it mm-hmm. seemed like a nice special weekend away. So yeah. good for Chad and Aaron. Yeah. Very cute. Very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Chad and Aaron. The only ones. Ch- yeah. Chad and Aaron. But um, I think that about does it for this week, for this yeah. group of episodes. We will be back very soon to cover the next batch of episodes in this season. Um, but if you have anything that you would like to say about anything we've talked about today, or if you have anything you'd like us to talk about or cover in the future, you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the internet at TV Literate. We are on Reddit, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you can think of. We're probably there. You can send us anything interesting, notes, whatever, just things that you see on the internet that you think might be up our alley. We love hearing from you guys and we love chit-chatting with you. Um, And if you want to send any cash our way to help us with hosting expenses we have a ko-fi at ko-fi.com forward slash tv literate yes we would appreciate that very much and we would also appreciate if you could leave us a review if you have a moment that would be very helpful and we will see you guys next week with another episode Bye-bye. bye bye